Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Be a part of the best pro wrestling podcast today by supporting the Going In Raw Patreon. You can enjoy access to the live taping of the show, exclusive merchandise, and patron-only episodes, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. This is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. That sounds terrible. What's up? This is the most must-see WWE superstar of all time and his lovely, gorgeous wife. <laughs> and you are Going In Raw. What's up? It's your girl, Sasha Banks, legit boss, and you are watching Going In Raw. Oh, baby, I like it raw. Oh, baby, I like it raw. And you are tuned in to Going In Raw right now. How you doing, Hey, Brendo, Steve here. And Larson. John Cena. Ooh. Yeah, with our, our guest. Yeah, we got a collaboration with John Cena today. How, but, you, uh, how you doing, John? He's calling on Skype. We literally can't see him. <laughs> no, don't you laugh can't at that. See me. That's not funny. <laughs> that was the best joke we've had on this whole thing ever. <laughs> you know it. <laughs> Oh, man. How you doing, Dan? I'm doing good. Yeah. How are you doing? We're uh, doing well. We're doing well. Uh, welcome back to YouTube. Our, our, we're the first video that you're returning to on YouTube, correct? Since you're uh, sojourn. So, yeah, I think so. Since I've, <laughs> this is the only thing I've recorded. This is my break. You got me on holiday to do this. Goddamn. I know. I'm sorry. This isn't on Twitch. It's, it's on the YouTube. power of SummerSlam. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um <laughs> So anyways, yeah, people keep on asking us, when's Dan coming back? When's Dan coming back? Well, Dan's back for this very special highlights and lowlights. We figured we'd give people a Danless SummerSlam recap and yeah. a Dan-filled SummerSlam recap. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. So we're going to do what we used to do back in the day. Um, this is a throwback episode. I should do like our original, the original Dan created logo for going Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we're going to do a logo. What's that? Did I create a logo? You created the original logo. When we, the very first episode we did, um, you just said, hey, I'm going to whip up a logo for you guys. And, and like, like literally like 15 minutes later, there was a logo sent yeah, our way. Yeah. I was like, all right, cool. So we used that until I got antsy and decided to create our own logo. So again, <laughs> Dan came up with both the title and the original logo. This is correct. Mm -hmm. And Larson is an invention of mine as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A lot of people don't know that. 
40 years, 40 years ago today, <laughs> Larson was created by Dan. Mm-hmm. At the previous solar eclipse. <laughs> exactly. Little did they know what was being crafted <laughs> that day from Dan and Eclipse Magic. <laughs> it's slightly less sunny during the day. Quick, fire the machine. <laughs> That's how it works. That's how it works. See? <laughs> Beautiful. Anyways, um, so yeah, SummerSlam 2017 is in the books. Um, hey, just as an aside, did you uh, did you catch the NXT Takeover? I didn't know there was one. Yeah, it's there been a while since I watched wrestling. I haven't actually watched it since I was last here, which was what WrestleMania or something. <laughs> no, man, that was before Mania. It was before Mania because we couldn't we couldn't do Mania wow. together because we were at Mania. I think I think I got through Mania. I think at one point I was like, "Man, just it. goodbye now. That's me done." That's kind of what Steve's attitude was when we were there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Oh yeah. That that's that's a story. That that's a story that I haven't lived down, but I'm proud of. <laughs> that I was at WrestleMania miserable, and I let Larson know. Like during one of the matches, I literally turned and said, "I'm miserable." Right no, he now. said, "I'm so miserable right now." <laughs> it's horrible. I I can't remember what the card even was. I'm now flicking back. Oh God, it was long. Quite a bit, haven't I? Oh yeah, it's it's yeah, it's biblical. It's 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 a novel. It's War and Peace, dude. It's we were there for seven long. hours. Like we that. were there for seven hours in Florida That's heat. With stra- you know, it would, honestly, none of it would have been that bad if it wasn't for the gratuitous. It's like they were trying to torture the people on the field with those strobe lights that were just. It was like you know you're not, you're not supposed to look at the eclipse. Well, yeah. they they literally generated that feeling, like just. Killing your eyes. Yeah, well, it was, I didn't think it was that bad, but I'm not judging. I'm feeling it was that bad. I didn't think it was that bad. That's great. Anyways, moving on. We're going to do highlights and lowlights. Uh, Dan, because you haven't been here in forever, what was one of your what was your first highlight? My, I was going to do my favorite part of the whole night. Yes. And that was Braun Strowman breaking three tables with Brock Lesnar's face. I think we can all agree that's that across-the-board highlight of the whole night. The probably. biggest <laughs> highlight of the entire night was Braun Strowman solidifying his place as new best thing in wrestling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> move over New Japan, move over Bullet Club, move over Okada, move over AJ Styles, whatever else, even NXT. It's now all Braun always. Yes. Because he was, I, I didn't fantastic. care about him until that match. I was kind of like, hey, he does some banging and he's just big and he does his thing, and then he grabbed Brock Lesnar and like ran a table and somehow jumped higher than he. I don't, I don't know the logistics. Like, I don't want to watch it back because it's terrifying. It was eclipse magic. That's what it was. That's the exact. Exactly. He lifted him and just wham through the table. It was a beautiful moment. It was three. Mo- it was three beautiful moments. Yeah. Very few people can can manhandle or have been allowed to manhandle Brock Lesnar. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Can't think of anybody that's manhandled him to that extent. To that extent, and bro, like for for in Brock to Brock's credit. To <laughs> yeah, but okay. That was so quick. Here's the thing: when Goldberg gets him up for a jackhammer, you see some quivering happening on the part of Goldberg. This was Braun Strowman <laughs> taking out the garbage. This was yeah. literally just him picking up a bag of trash, putting him over his shoulder, and dumping him in the dumpster. Just flying into the trash can head first. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. No, this garbage is garbage. <laughs> now, we've, we've been saying for a while now, Dan, we know you haven't watched in a while. Uh, we've been saying for a while that the Universal title build, oddly enough, has somehow, and, and just through pure chaos, stumbled its way into top feud, top build of this show, and Braun Roman has been the top. If if you have a chance, 
the last man standing match between Roman Reigns and Braun Strowman is on our short list for match of the year. It's pure chaos, and we realized going in this would be a lot of the same because of Braun Strowman. Yeah, that man, he just throws things around like there's like they're when he threw that boxes chair, for you, basically like that chair. That's just, twice he's done that. Yeah, just that made me laugh so goddamn It's just like IKEA came flying out the corner of the room. Well, that was yeah, that was that's a throwback to the last man. That standing was a match, throwback yeah. to the last man standing match. Roman Reigns. There's a spot where Roman Reigns comes bolting around the corner and. Like, literally, like, you thought that what la- happened last night was great with the office chair. It was ten times better when he first did it because it's as if he palmed the the office chair and threw it like a baseball because it had so much velocity and and pinpoint direction. Yeah, it was. It was and hit good. Roman Reigns square. It was an absolute beauty, so I'm glad they brought it back last yes, night. Yes, same here. Larson, let's get a highlight from you. Number one highlight, Cesaro destroying a beach ball. I don't like beach ball mania. Can't stand beach it. Beach ball mania is great. You're grumpy. You're, you're officially old it now. It distracts from the action in ring what people should be paying attention to, especially no, no, last no, no, no. night. No, no, no. You don't tell them. No. They bought a ticket. You don't tell them what to pay they attention to. They bought a ticket to. to watch wrestling. They bought a ticket to enter an arena where wrestling would be happening. It's then on them to do whatever they want to do there. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Your argument about the the Raw after Mania where people did it, I disagree, but it's understandable. Last night, you have two-thirds of the Shield taking on the tag team champions in an exciting match. What are you wasting your time with a beach ball for? Maybe they wanted collar and elbow wrestling. Maybe they wanted a five-hour George Hackenschmidt match, and they weren't getting that, so they decided to go with beach ball mania. You do not get to be the tastemaker for these people. Dan, no, I'm not being Hold a on, wait a second. No, I, this is my highlight. I do the talking here. <laughs> Dan, where do you stand on beach ball mania? Uh, what, what would happen if you got a beach ball out at, say, the opera? It'd be, it'd, it'd make you would get kicked out of the building. It'd make the opera a million times more you interesting. Get kicked out. Both of those things are true. <laughs> so we're going to yeah. say not acceptable for opera, acceptable for, say, a football match. Where's okay. the middle? Where's wrestling on this sliding scale? Because in the middle, it's the point where it comes not acceptable. We need to place wrestling between opera and football. See, I, I figured that football is in between wrestling and opera. Both American football and uh, and especially, are you kidding us? Well, the, what you know is football, which is actually football, soccer. <laughs> like I've I, I've seen what happens at those at those football matches that you're speaking of, Dan. Yeah, and but baseball I mania is not. I think is a football match, a soccer match, if if you will, you you bastards, <laughs> is is. It's vastly more faking injuries than wrestling. Well, yeah, that's, yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and crowd participation is a major part of football games too. Are yeah. there? Because there's like there's like a many like uh, there's there's a lot of gang violence at those soccer matches. There's like full on like uh, uh, battles being waged in the crowds. From they yeah. call them hooligans. Dan, have you ever been a hooligan? I've never been. A, I've never been in a football. I've been actually. No, I have seen football matches in the thing. Ninety minutes of absolute fucking perpetual boredom. Wait a second. Beautiful. Are you saying when you were a kid you never played football? I, I kicked a ball every now and then, but not in a stadium and I wasn't a hooligan. I'm more British than you are. When I was a kid, I participated. I was on a British football team when I lived in England when I was a little kid. Good for you. I'm more British than Dan is. I know all about just, scones. <laughs> you're slightly more athletic than I am. <laughs> yeah. I was on the math club. 
<laughs> it's like the Balor Club, but with less Balor and more math. <laughs> oh, damn. All right, moving on. Because that's, that's a low light of Dan right there. That's a Dan low light. That's not a highlight. Um, Steve, highlight. My first highlight is going to be HBKFC, baby. Yeah, that's good. How, okay. I'm sorry, that KFC... Now, hold on a second. Dan, I'm assuming... Well, KFC yeah, presented it internationally. So you got to see the KFC audition commercial, correct? I got to see bits of that when the network was going... Oh, oh, oh that's did a bummer. You see, did you see the resolution of that? The, uh, the climax to that was no, uh, Shawn Michaels... I was having different resolution issues. Shawn, <laughs> Shawn Michaels... In his return, his glorious return to action in the WWE, came out and, and said during his, and it was perfect, his video package, how, when, when Shawn Michaels comes out, his video package starts off, kicks off with the letters HBK popping up. Like, on the like screen, zooming, zooming toward, towards the screen, towards the audience, in succession, yeah. and instead they had KFC, and this fool comes out dressed up like Colonel Sanders, doing half HBK, but half what he thinks an old man like Colonel Sanders would walk. I like, would say would more. I would say it'd be more like seventy-five percent HBK and then twenty-five percent old man. So they say that. Well, yeah, it was an old man with a spring in his step. They say, Shawn Michaels, would you like to come back? Well, you heard the, the, what, the story is behind that. Oh, no, there's a story behind that. Originally, that was going to be Ric Flair. Oh, whoa. That's wow. what I read either this morning or last night. I'll be honest, as much as I love Ric Flair, and I hope he pulls through, and he's one of the greatest entertainers of all time, I much prefer KF or HBKFC. Because he came out. Number one, HBKFC looks like he can still go. Oh, yeah. He can still throw down in the ring. Oh, yeah. I just love they said, hey, HBK, do you want to come back for a match against AJ Styles at Mania? No, I'm good. You want to come back as the Colonel? <laughs> yes. Sign me up. But knowing now that it was to replace Ric Flair, that, that's pretty sweet. In terms of, of horrible corporate integrations, that was a pretty sweet one. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. It was it was a very greasy one as well, and it made me feel sick after I eat it. <laughs> Dan, are you a KFC fan? Have you ever been a KFC fan? Last time I had KFC was a few months ago, and I had ran from diarrhea for two days afterwards. So wow. I'm not the biggest fan. Good thing <laughs> this uh, episode of uh, of highlights and lowlights featuring Dan is not sponsored by KFC. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Uh, all right, so we're on to Larson. No, Dan. Dan, what's your Dan. next highlight? Next highlight, I'm looking at my list. Oh, Kevin Owens. Oh, I've missed Kevin Owens. Oh, oh yeah. It's nice to hear all of his just never-ending banter. His banter. Oh. I know. He's, he's the best trash talker in WWE. Really is. He just, it's, it's so funny. Even if his matches are boring. I can't even remember who he was wrestling against. But, oh, it's funny. Genuinely, the stuff he was saying to, to what's his name? AJ Oh, Shane, yeah, yeah. If you haven't been watching wrestling, you missed you missed out on his uh, new face of America phase. Oh, that was great! When he won the United States title and dubbed himself the new face of America, and when he'd come out, you know now the now the SmackDown and Raw sets they have uh, videotrons on the walkway on the entrance stage, like on the floor, and it would just project his giant face. And whenever he'd come out, he'd walk around his face so as not to trample his own giant face. It was great. It was pretty fantastic. <laughs> so, yeah, Kevin Owens, 
that match absolutely I thought was a highlight and a low light. It's actually I'll, I'll go right into yeah, this really ahead. quick. One of my low lights we can get out of the way was Shane McMahon as glistening oily referee. Well, sweaty too. He, no, it was all sweat. It yeah. was all sweat, but I think that sweat was so sweaty that it congealed into an oily substance because he was he looked like 2K17 with the oil turned up all the way and then some. <laughs> like if you could somehow you know, mod it so that you could double the oil. Double oil. It was that it was looked Shane like McMahon the within five engine. minutes. That's what it looked like. <laughs> I mean, maybe that was part of the KFC integration. <laughs> <laughs> They're all being swamped down by fried chicken as they go out. Exactly. Like Shane needed to be wrapped up in some of that. Uh, what is that? Some of that paper that they have, like the the oh the, the wax paper. The wax. The wax paper, exactly. Oh my! Like you could that's, dab him. With that's a, what Enzo was using to get on the shot. Oh right? yeah, we thought it was baby Chicken oil. Mm-hmm. No, no. Yeah. just pure chicken juice. <laughs> just, just wrung out KFC chicken. Unnatural KFC oils. <laughs> Say goodbye to any KFC sponsors. Hey, we should hit up uh, Popeye. Yeah. Say hey, you know we talk so much crap about your competitor, we should get a sponsorship. Um. Yeah, no, I, Shane McMahon, he, Larson, Larson said this perfectly, absolutely perfectly uh, during this match. He said, <laughs> in, almost in a sigh, in a, in a defeated sigh, why can't they just let these guys have a five-star match? <laughs> because you know that Kevin Owens and AJ Styles can have a five-star yeah. match. Mm-hmm. If just give them a ref, say, go to five stars, keep it a clean finish, yeah, and do that. It's like they got, mm-hmm. they did everything possible to, to get in the way of them putting on a stellar match. These guys Every time out. an amazing match. And Shane McMahon, just even within the storyline universe, terrible referee. Yeah, he's not a good referee. Just an <laughs> awful, awful referee. <laughs> Doesn't even seem like he knows the basics. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the thing about having, like, Shane back in the day when he was a heel ref. Yeah. You can be a heel ref and be a terrible ref. That's kind of the point of being it a is. heel ref. That's absolutely the point of it. Because you're just bad at your job. But this is uh, Shane trying to keep it down the middle and failing miserably yeah. from the get-go. Yeah, I know. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's the bummer they use this, this AJ Kevin Owens storyline just to advance a Shane McMahon Kevin Owens storyline down the line. I know. Isn't that bizarre? It's weird. Absolutely bizarre. Uh, Larson, I think we're ready for one highlight. You want a highlight? Uh, the New Day and the Usos. Oh, yeah. These two teams apparently cannot put on a bad match. Yeah. Every match they've had has been stellar. Yep. Um, I dare say that their match at SummerSlam was the best wrestled match on the entire card. It was the best wrestling match. In terms of a wrestling match, it was the best match on the card. It's, it's the definitely main event, up there. you could argue, was more fun because of the high spots. Yeah. But I would say New Day and Usos, best wrestling match on the entire card and they've been doing this consistently yeah during their feud and I, while i was surprised the usos picked up the tag team titles i'm not disappointed because that keeps this feud going yeah i mean that that was sort of the thing is that without the usos i don't know dan you you probably remember how anti-uso i was back in the day i was about to say it sounds incredibly weird hearing you say nice things about the usos oh they're great when you literally on three occasions while recording this fell asleep when we mentioned the usos Oh, it was it's it's been a, a like a, a miraculous turnaround. Um, it, it goes to show like what a good like giving them some dimension and complexity, and it hasn't even been okay. So yes, you could you can say it's been a heel turn for them, but it hasn't been like they're not overwhelmingly and without reason villainous. They 
seem to have just reverted into characters who, yes, are heelish. They do heal things. They heal up to win. But they're also just a very, very good tag team yes. that has amazing tag team chemistry. And when they get into situations when confronted with people like Daniel Bryan, and this was, this was evident in last week's SmackDown, mm-hmm. there was a great segment where they were just playing off of Daniel Bryan. They weren't being your normal, oh, we're mean to everybody heels. They're being actual people. And I find that, like, that's, it's so refreshing. Yeah. And it turns out they have an enormous amount of likable charisma yes. when they're simply being a variation on themselves, a sort of heelish version yeah, yeah, yeah. of themselves, but themselves nonetheless. Well, I've always liked, uh, especially during this feud, with one exception, the count-out uh, uh, loss that the, the Usos got that one time. Yeah. Um, uh, when they win a match, they win the match. Mm-hmm, yeah. They don't cheat. Right, exactly, yeah. Um, yeah, they might employ some dirty tricks, but it's not cheating, like going attacking somebody's knee. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not against the rules. Right, exactly, no, yeah. So they, they really haven't had any cheap wins. And in this situation, you're, you're facing off against a, a team of three, mm-hmm. where at, you know the entire time you have at least one distraction. At worst, you have... Um, a guy who's uh, who's potentially could disrupt the match. Yeah, you know. And then last night there was, you know, like I said, they usually go after their opponent's knees. You're right. Um, they didn't do that last night. Right. Right. It was just a really well wrestled, really well paced, really t- great match with a good story being told. Yeah, and it gives it gives this feud a lot more to do. Yes. So that's fantastic. Uh, on to low lights. On to low. Yeah, low lights. And what didn't you like? Who's this Jinder Mahal fellow, and why does he have a belt? Uh, okay, so short story on Jinder Mahal. Um, he I was. I, I remember he was in a thing when I. He was in watching. a three-man band. Yeah. And then he was kicked out. He was uh, he kicked was released. out. He was released from the company. He uh, went away. Um, I, you know, it's funny. I don't remember him being necessarily like a strong name on the independent circuit. Um, he came. He he went away. He they they brought him back as to kind of be a veteran jobber after the brand split. Yeah, he came back and he was in really good shape. Well, he came back in good shape, and then he, while after he came back is when he got into jacked. Oh, I know. Yeah, he came back and he was in better shape than he was when he left. Right. During the few months leading up to his main event push, yeah, he started getting in ridiculous shape. Yeah, so he got into, like, massively jacked shape. He started cutting some decent promos. They evidently paid attention and decided to run with him as world champion, which they could sort of do because they have the universal title over there, which, you know, as long if they have if they have one marquee belt with your marquee Brock Lesnar guy with it. But also on SmackDown they elevated the US title to kind of be on par with the world yeah, title. Yeah. So it's been a very divisive thing with Jinder Mall. Half the people really love it because it's sort of out of the box and it's obvious the guy has worked really hard to, to get what he's got. Um, he's still not a terrific wrestler at all, um, but he delivers some decent promos and he, he looks carries apart, himself like and a he champion. carries he does he carries himself like a champ. So that's where Jinder Mahal is, Dan. Okay, Jinder Mahal was my low light of the show. <laughs> all right, fair enough. Again, he's a very divisive. He's a divisive character. I can see both sides of it. Yeah, I can too. But why it, was, it was he a low light for you? That just that match because it's Shinsuke Nakamura. I've, I don't think I've seen like a really proper match with him mm, yeah. outside of NXT. And I was like, oh, I want to see what this guy does. And then like ten minutes later, I was like, 
I still didn't see anything. Yeah. Yeah, that, I that, can't that. recall anything that in that match apart from things that irritated me, like these who are these two people and why are they doing this thing? Yeah, the match was completely devoid of drama. Yeah, I mean it was it was sort of the it was your basic formula for a Jinder Mahal match boiled down into a match that should have been much bigger because of the presence of yes. Shinsuke Nakamura because yes. of SummerSlam. Um, now it was it was a low light for me. The match was a low light for me. It wasn't for whatever reason. It was not an overwhelming low light. I don't know why. I like Jinder Mahal. Um, You're a huge Nakamura fan. I'm a too. massive Nakamura fan. Here's my thing about that. Here's my thing. I think this is why it wasn't so much of a low light for me. Because I know that Nakamura is going to have his day. Oh, yeah. He's going to have his run. He's going to have a great run. He's going to have a great time in the WWE. I don't want Jinder to be left on the sidelines quite yet. And I really do believe that that's going to be his place. Although, maybe it won't be his haste now because of the fall of Baron Corbin. Yeah, that's a possibility. That's a possibility. But, I mean, like, if, if, if the, the whole idea is was, was for Jinder to go over, why have Nakamura in the match at all? Um, because if the well, who, I mean, what, what's what's the what's the flip to that? Like, who else are you going to put in there? Right, why in there? He loses and loses and loses. Uh, correct, wrong brand, but I mean that's you know you need somebody from SmackDown. They're going to put Mojo Rawley in there against them. Who are you going to have in there for the whole time? They changed the brands around again. Uh, uh, they, there was a couple uh, people that changed shows. They did, after a, they did a, a superstar shakeup after WrestleMania. Uh, I didn't know that. <laughs> Hi, I'm on a wrestling podcast. I'm a shit about wrestling. <laughs> well, this is this is why you're on your own your own SummerSlam <laughs> recap, Dan. <laughs> why not have Do Cena? You Curly? Why not have Cena take on Mahal? Uh, because Cena's not going to lose at SummerSlam. He been apart from this year, he's lost the last six years of SummerSlam prior to this. Yeah, year. but he's not going to lose now. They're not going to have like not to Jinder Mahal. Although I think Cena likes Jinder. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if he likes Cena. Uh, like have the, you know the finish? The finish that like happened on SmackDown with Corbin trying to cash in. Have that happen at SummerSlam. Yeah, you know what? Okay, here's why, and this is my own personal reason. It's much more fun to watch Cena bury Baron Corbin. That's why. Where did Baron Corbin cash in? What's that? Did Baron Corbin cash in? He tried to. He, dude, he ca- no, he cashed in and he lost. <laughs> so we're not exactly sure. Like there, there's been various uh, rumors and reports about why this happened, <laughs> but Baron Corbin, it, it it seemed like he was Golden Boy for like 15 minutes. He won Money in the Bank. Uh, he had like pushed. He had a very underwhelming feud with Shinsuke Nakamura, and then he cashed in. Cena just it was after a Cena uh, Jinder Mahal match. Uh, Cena interfered in the most basic of ways. I'm sorry, distracted. He he was getting, he was just trying to get up on the apron. He was just trying to get on the he apron. Didn't actively try to distract him. Baron Corbin turned around, hit him, hit Cena. Jinder Mahal sprung up from what looked like he was playing possum, uh, got a roll up, and beat Baron Corbin on in his a matter of seconds. And that was just on the last SmackDown. <laughs> and we think we think it's because Baron Corbin comes off like a like kind of a dickhead on Twitter. <laughs> that that seems to be those the case. are the rumors going around. Those yes. are the rumors going around that he buried himself on Twitter. Um, and the, and and further evidence of that is the match with Cena last night, which just felt like an a, an eighty percent burial. Mm-hmm. The only thing that yeah. would have been even more of a burial would have been Cena, and that was actually we skipped over my last highlight, 
was uh, that was one of my highlights was his burial because it was just it's just funny to watch at this point. It's just because I saw it coming a mile away that Cena was going to bury the living crap out of Corbin, and Cena was virtually laughing the entire yeah, he time, was, especially beginning the match. <laughs> he really was. Oh, it was so bad. The only thing that would have made it prime burial is if Cena kicked out of uh, end, oh, end of days. days I know. If that had happened, it would have been supreme burial. But that didn't happen. So the, it looks like they're maybe leaving the door open for for Baron Corbin. Yeah, he has to kind of start all over again, though. Yeah. It seems. Uh-huh. Uh, low light number one for me is the empty arena match. That wasn't intended to be an empty arena match. So I, from what I understand, there are some uh, comments on Twitter, because we started our stream a little late. Yeah. That uh, they were having uh, troubles. Uh, I don't know if they they opened the doors to the Barclays Center oh, late or something yeah, like that. Oh, yeah. No, I did. Yeah, okay. I um, saw something like that. But... The, the crowd was late getting into the arena, so when the first match started, Jason Jordan, the Hardys against the Miztourage, the arena was virtually empty. Mm-hmm. There was this one shot I saw on Twitter where Miz was on the, camp, the, uh, the, the hard camera side of the floor, and it's completely empty except for one person. Yeah. <laughs> so you have, you have your Intercontinental Champion. <laughs> yeah. And the Hardy Boys, one yeah. of the, the most overacts in the entire company. Taking place. Highlight of WrestleMania for many. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. In a match where maybe it looks like a couple hundred people are in the arena. It looks like a GFW show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and it was complete. I couldn't pay attention to the match. So I was like, wow, they are really wrestling in front of like two or three hundred people right now. <laughs> this has to be lame. <laughs> and on top of that, it's like, it's Jason Jordan, which was like a huge part. So I don't know if you know this much, Dan. But Jason Jordan what is, mm-hmm. is now in storyline. The, uh, the son of the, Kurt Angle. The son of Kurt Angle, who had been adopted, uh, you, uh, you know, uh, several decades ago. <laughs> and then he just found out that, uh, a couple weeks back or a month ago that he's Kurt Angle's son. And they kind of were making a big deal about it. But not really. But then they stopped. Yeah. So Like, why isn't Jason <laughs> Jordan's uh, Titantron package red, white, and blue? Yeah, I know. It's not. I know. It was it's, green and yellow. Yeah. Very, very peculiar. Like, they have Chad Gable, do, which we all thought the, the big reveal was going to be Chad Gable was Kurt Angle's Yeah, line. and then, like, the SmackDown afterwards, he's doing all of Kurt, doing all of Kurt Angle's moves <laughs> in his match. <laughs> it's all very confusing. It is super confusing. I don't yeah. get it. Oh, man. Um, do you have another low light, Steve? I have one other low light. Uh, it's, uh, I don't know, this, I don't, I'm not sure. This sort of straddles the line between low light and highlight. It's when Enzo oiled himself up. I, I did not see. <laughs> okay, so I kind of, again, I've been on a roll with predictions lately. Because I predicted that Enzo would, okay, so there were rumors that, you know, if, if you're in a shark cage match and one, your, you know, your, your friend is up there in the shark cage, 99% of the time they drop something to their friend or down try there, to or they try to, friend, yeah. and that person will then, well, in this case, I predicted, I said, half-jokingly, Enzo's going to drop himself out of the cage and he's going to be used as a weapon. While I was half right, he oiled himself up, which I thought was a funny spot. It was funny. And then slithered between the the, the cage uh, bars and dropped himself down. And he ate a boot from Cass. And he ate a boot from Cass. He was was anti-effective. Yep. He was trying to give Big Cass his finisher because we all know that that was his finisher. Although I didn't know they'd broken those two up. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That's been that's been a low light for them. Yeah, because pretty underwhelming story. It happened way, way like years too yeah. early. Yeah, they were still an incredibly over team that the WWE yeah. just seemingly didn't want to give the titles to. 
and try and, and give them a story to do something with, so they just randomly broke them up. I know. It seemed like Vince was, was eager to give Cass a solo push. Sometimes he just gets, yeah, he just gets the ants in his pants, and yep. he, you know, he, he rolls with it. Yep. So, yeah. So now, in the Going In Raw intro, where Enzo delivers his, like, uh, his impromptu uh, song about Going In Raw, yeah. we have Cass uh, pixelated out. <laughs> We've done that, because we're funny. <laughs> uh, give us another low light, Dan. Roman Reigns. Still don't stand the guy. Oh, Still yeah. I've worked out my problem is, though. Okay. Pretty much every other wrestler is on an analog scale of damage. So okay. they go from not damaged at all, and they scroll all the way through to maximum damage out of the match, unconscious, whatever. Okay. And then depending where they are on the match, they fluctuate between these, and they sort of wibble between them, and they kind of, you know, they get more damage as it goes on. Mm-hmm. Roman Reigns is digital. He's either damaged or not damaged. And he flicks <laughs> wildly between them in every match. Yeah, yeah. And he just doesn't... I just I, I just hate his face. I just... I just... It's, I, I, here's the problem. It's, like, it's not like a, a joy to dislike him. There's many wrestlers that it's a joy to dislike. Yeah. But he's... I just don't like him. It's, he, it's like... He's the, he's the equivalent of a coronation thing. The Coronation Street theme music. Oh, that played on. I launched myself at the television to turn it off. <laughs> the joke for England. <laughs> yeah, that's, I, uh, you have reestablished your, uh, your, your, your bona fides. Yeah. Your bona fides. <laughs> you're, you are now, once again, more British than I am, Dan. Because I, although I do know of the name Coronation Street, I'm more of an EastEnders guy. <laughs> there you go. Actually, when I was a kid, I did for whatever reason. Uh, as a kid, I used to watch Neighbors. I have no idea why. Is that the one with uh, Kylie Minogue? Yeah. Yeah, that's probably why. <laughs> yeah, and it was actually Australian, but the Brits loved it. Yeah, <laughs> and so did this guy. <laughs> Actually, weird thing about neighbors, there was always rumors in like schools and stuff. Like one of the things that always around before the internet ruined everything. Was that it was like the England got a super censored version and it was like a really hyper sexy show. Are you serious? And and stuff. Yeah, this is like <laughs> a playground rumor for like always for neighbors. It was like, oh, I've got the secret version of neighbors and they got tits and fannies in it. And you're like, oh, I want to watch that. It's not real. He said the fannies. That's the most British shit ever. Oh. Um. <laughs> 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 Man, I never heard that rumor, but then I think I was the only kid on the playground who actually watched <laughs> Neighbors. We were watching out big in it, like, yeah, come on. So was that ever proven or disproven? Yeah, it's, it's bollocks, mate. Oh, that's a bummer. It's, it's sadly bollocks. Did it's you not- guys think that, co- now, okay, I know I'm like way, way older than you. When that rumor was alive, was Kylie Minogue still on the show? I don't remember. I, that can't be. I think she left while I was... Well, I was like 10 years old, was I think she, she left the show. show. Before or after she did the locomotion? At the same time. Okay. It was that. Well, that was late 80s. That was synergy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's <laughs> crossover, yeah. yeah it, was, it was like 88, 87, 89, around when yeah, I was late watching. 80s, yeah. So that was like when Dan was like negative five, probably. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. I'm young. <laughs> I'm old. You lucky bastard. This is a great episode of Going in Neighbors, by the way, guys. <laughs> oh, I know. Ooh, idea for a new podcast. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> oh, man. Let's see here. Um, Next low light. Yeah. Rusev gets buried. That was awful. Oh, yeah. I remember Rusev. Yeah. He's got all the potential. All the potential. We have not heard yet today. We're we're on Rusev release watch, pretty much. Uh, the rumor going around that Rusev wants out. He's not happy with the way he's been booked. 
for good reason. Uh, well, last yeah. night I think is probably a, a result of his complaints as opposed oh, to yes. a symptom of his problems. Yes. No, I agree with that. Um, nonetheless. Because I think um, there would have been an actual match. Yeah, I know. Nonetheless, that was not good for Rusev. It was not good to watch as a fan of Rusev. Mm-hmm. Um, and yep. uh, right now at this point, I hope he gets released. Let me ask so you something, Larson. So he can find greener pastures elsewhere. Well, speaking of greener pastures... New Japan Pro Wrestling. No. What will be your uh, stance on GFW when he signs there? Still won't watch it. <laughs> I'll follow. I'll pay attention to articles. Are you going to watch my review show? Still won't watch it. Wow. Wow. Fascinating. Anyways, I wonder if Lana's going to drop the accent if she goes to GFW with him. Although I still think they're just going to split. I think he's going to yeah, go to GFW so. and she's going to stay. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Dan, I like anymore? Rusev. I like Rusev. Rusev's Everybody great. loves Rusev. Rusev is great. Was, they just, when they, he was unstoppable, he was brilliant. And I, I remember know. on this show going, what happens when he starts being unstoppable when Cena eventually beat him and then Cena beat him and he, he was funny for a bit and then vanished. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then he cut his hair, and that apparently raised the ire of Vince McMahon also. Although, that might be a rumor. It wouldn't surprise me if that was the and case. And was cutting that hair. Ugh. Yeah, I know, exactly. Um, so, but I don't, yeah, I don't know if that's the case or not. But yeah, I, I feel like he's, he's going to be leaving. It sucks, it sucks, too, because I think those tights he had last night were new. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they look really good on him. They do. They look great. <laughs> uh, hopefully, it's not the case. Hopefully, they... Cause, yeah, uh, she's supposed to be on Total Divas. Is he going to be on Total Divas too? I would, I would guess. Maybe yeah. he'll go to GFW and stay on Total Divas. Probably not. I don't think they can do that. No, they can't. Yeah. Wow. I'm trying to think of last season because Del Rio was on, but I think that was before he went to GFW. Yeah. Mm. Don't remember the timeline exactly. Dan, any more low lights for you? Yeah, there were two accidental, not actually complete Shield reunion moments that were just accidents and they annoyed both. Both of them gently annoyed me. And I felt like I'd mention them. When they, when Cesar and Sheamus came out first, they made a big deal of going, oh, they decided to come out first. This is their right? And blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, shit, does that mean that, like, Dean and Seth are going to come in, like, with the Shield music and from the stand? Nope. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, okay. And then when when Cesaro ran off into the crowd, I was like, "Oh shit! Roman's turned up to the crowd." No, nope, people. <laughs> no, Roman exists in his own universe at this point. Well, he's he he is like the one the lone uh, benefactor of the Shield's legacy. It seems like he has music. He has the ring gear. Yeah, that's the thing. He still has the music and the ring gear. And that's that. It, and it was only until he started getting booed from the crowd that he started doing his entrance from the ramp. Because <laughs> yeah. before that, he would come into the crowd. Yeah, he would actually need riot gear. Um, <laughs> if if let me ask you this, uh, if Roman didn't keep the music, but he has his own music. Would we have seen the the, yeah, the I shield? So. I think so too. I think so. Yeah, they were they were trying to thematically be on the same page. The, yeah. They had red ish yeah. trim, and Roman came out with red trim. Mm-hmm. So there was a little bit of a shout out there. Yeah, seemingly. And Roman had red shoelaces too. Yeah, he had yeah red trim. Uh, red trim means all together. Yeah, yeah, head to toe. Um, right, here's, a, here's a question. Hmm. If Roman Reigns did change his music, what would you have him change it to? Because I think the locomotion is perfect. The locomotion? Oh. The locomotion. Yeah. Oh, bring it back around. What about a Jason Donovan hit? <laughs> Some broth. There were hits by Jason Donovan. <laughs> Some, people love Jason Donovan. What are you talking about? Some broth. Oh, Brost had to cancel their uh, their reunion tour. Not enough tickets sold. Oh, that's sad. Surprising, too. They were hot. 
30 years ago. I know. <laughs> I know, but all those people now have massive amounts of money. My sister bought the meet and greet tickets. Canceled. Oh, man. Yeah. Heartbroken. Aww. That's a bummer. I know. Aww. That's a real bummer. That's a low light. <laughs> <laughs> that was totally a low light. Bros reunion canceled. <laughs> the low light of the whole show. <laughs> no mean greet for my sister. <laughs> Sorry, Monica. <laughs> All right. Does that do it for our highlights and lowlights? I'm through yes. my list. <laughs> I'm through I'm my through list mine. as well. Oh, man. Well, Dan, thanks for coming back. Yes. It's always great having you on, Dan. Thank you. I'll be back for No Mercy. No Are mercy. you going to be back for No Mercy? Are we going to do highlights, lowlights, No Mercy? Yes. Highlights, lowlights, No Mercy. All right. Awesome. Uh, it's good to have you back. And uh, yeah, till next time, we'll talk to you guys later. Bye. What? Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. You can find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.